Welcome to a transformative episode of the Created to Thrive podcast, where we'll explore the power of recognizing and replacing unhealthy ways of coping in times of stress or difficulty. I'm your host, Lori Snyder, and I invite you to join me and my good friend, Lisa Penny, as we have an honest conversation about how we had to personally recognize our own unhealthy ways of trying to find comfort. And then we had to learn how to replace those with healthy ones so that we could live happier, more fulfilling lives. Lisa and I are both trauma-informed life coaches, and this summer we are talking about emotional health issues and how they are connected to our spiritual growth. And today specifically, we're continuing our conversation about how when we face stressful or painful situations, we have a tendency to run away from something or we run to something to find comfort, and how to pay attention to our bodies that give us cues to what's really going on in our heart. It can be very tempting to run to an unhealthy coping mechanism like binge eating, drinking, shopping, isolation, or just numbing ourselves in some way to cope. However, these methods only provide temporary relief and can keep us stuck and often lead to long-term negative consequences. So in today's episode, we're going to share some practical tips and strategies for you to develop healthy ways of coping that will promote personal growth and confidence because we wanna help you build resilience and experience inner peace, joy, and rest. And if you find this podcast helpful, would you please share it with someone who needs encouragement and empowerment to thrive in all aspects of life? And then I would so appreciate it if you would go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review and rating. This truly helps me know that this podcast is making a difference and it helps others become aware of it as well. So thank you in advance for that. All right. Join Lisa and I now in this enlightening episode of the Created to Thrive podcast as we uncover some keys to help you thrive and experience joy, healing, and purpose. But first, this episode is sponsored by Access More. Are you looking for more faith-based podcasts but don't know where to go? The Access More podcast network has over 40 shows on topics like religion, culture, family, entertainment, and more. From the organizer behind K-Love and Air One Radio, Access More has curated a library of podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Torn Wells, and Bob Goff. If you're a fan of this show, I know you will find encouragement, hope, and joy through the many inspirational conversations about faith at accessmore.com. So welcome back, Lisa. Last time we talked about self-protection as an unhealthy way that we tend to cope to deal with pain and find comfort. So let's dive deeper into some unhealthy ways that we cope and where we go to find comfort from our pain, but then also some practical tips and ways that we can develop healthy ways of coping and living a more fulfilling life. So in truth, logically, we we say, oh, I run to my husband for comfort. I run to God for comfort. But sometimes we run other places for comfort. 
So it might be that you run to uh, the refrigerator for comfort. I say that because women, we're great at that. We have learned how to play nice and stuff our voices back down so much so that we continue it by stuffing our faces with food. It's such a crazy dynamic. Stuff our our voice and stuff with food. That's nuts. But me, um, where, where do I run to for comfort? I want to be open with you. When I want comforted, I have learned how to ask for what I need. But before that, I wanted to be alone. My comfort spot was in pushing everyone away. It wasn't in um, drinking, although I've done that. And when I and when I was young, it wasn't with drugs, although I did do that when I was young. I actually started getting high when I was about 13, stopped when I was about 21. I did not comfort myself um, with cigarettes. That's not true. I did, but then I stopped. But what did I here is this thing? I needed something to do to cope. Um, and if I couldn't drink or use drugs or smoke, I needed something. So I, I basically comforted myself by going away and being alone. I'd be so mad and I'd have to get away. But honestly, here, here's the, here's the crazy part. I got away from people to, to let them know they made me mad. And that brought me comfort. If you know I'm mad, maybe you won't do it again. If you know I'm mad, then you know I'm punishing you with my silence. Um, and that brought me a twisted sense of comfort. I have since learned to communicate better. I have since recognized that I have poor impulse control. And I can run to the refrigerator just because a commercial came on. Um, and I can run to the refrigerator because I'm like trying to figure something out and I don't have any answers. And so I just snack and snack and snack and snack. And now I'm a little bit older and that does not serve me well. It's interesting how we all have our stories, right? We all have things that we go to or run from. I stuffed my emotions because I did not know how to uh, talk about them. I wouldn't even know how to recognize them. I just knew I was angry. That was like mm -hmm. one I would, or frustrated would come out of my mouth. So sugar was a big one for me. Mm -hmm. I would stuff my emotions. So I would use sugar and we always had sugar growing up. I mean, little Debbie's right. were all over. <laughs> So, um, you know, the, the ho-hos and all of that. So that was the, really the eating for me would be like the junk food. Like I'm a texture person. So I would like the chips or the sugar or both, right. It's going in there, but really my coping was to zone out. I would isolate, mm -hmm. um, I would watch movies because I would try to escape my own problems by, at least watching someone else. You can always find someone else's story worse than yours to make you feel better. <laughs> oh, at least my life's not, not as bad as that. But the reality was it, it didn't solve anything. It just prolonged it. And then I would also do the flip side. I was an athlete. 
So to make me feel like I had a sense of control or a sense of accomplishment, I would then go work out. I was um, a track athlete and a basketball player. So I could do those. And that gave me a sense of fulfillment that I could um, at least achieve something or do something better for myself. But still, it never helped me with processing that hurt or pain or difficult relationship. Then I ran to um, early on, I ran to boys. Uh, I ran to alcohol, anything that I could do to try and feel valued or escaped my own thoughts and um, anguish. And, um, but withdrawing it all, you know, with all that, my husband, he will fish. Like I can always tell when something's going on. He's like, I need to go fish, which is a form of running, but also a form of therapy, so to speak now that we're older, but, um, and have worked through a lot of things, but, um, I would also clean things. Like I would find like there's chaos going on in my life. And so I've got chaos in my house or my room. And I would always want to try and clean to make it feel better. Even I was trying to do an outward thing to make an inward experience that still didn't really work. <laughs> it helps though. I mean, it does. It does. Yeah. But, but now then, I get massage that helps. Oh that really helps. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like that one. I, I have to have that. Yeah. I bet you your boys would say, oh, they zone out. So old people, mm -hmm. we zoned out on the TV. Young people, they scroll and scroll and scroll. I scroll. If I'm bored, I'm going to scroll. If I am unable to solve a problem in my business, I'm going to scroll. And it's not like I'm looking for an answer. I'm just checking out. Mm, yeah. So if I can take my mind offline for a little while, I could take my mind off my problem. And guess what? Sometimes I really need that. Yeah. Well, you just triggered something in, my, in me that I get busy. Mm. I grew up with, we were busy and we were always busy. And my grandma would always say, if I'm busy, I don't have to think about things. Mm. And oh, that, so that one's generational. That one's generational. And I learned that. And my mom was that way too. And, you know, as we get older, we come out of that. But even when you talk about business, I will find myself because I am alone so much. My husband travels every week. So I am by myself. Mm -hmm. If I'm busy, I don't have to sit in that loneliness or whatever I'm going through. I feel like I'm accomplishing something, but I really am not doing anything tremendously well because I'm spread too far thin and I get overwhelmed and cortisol levels. So that's not healthy. Well, I get that. We all get overwhelmed and it's not good, but it's the world we live in. And so we got to figure out how to deal with it. And, and for that reason, I am grateful for the internet because I have learned yes. some amazing things yes. that are really pretty holistic. I mean, and I'm not gonna lie, I used to be a girl, just give me a pill and I'll feel better. Uh, I still find myself looking for a weight loss pill, because I don't like the fact that I gained weight as I got older after I went through menopause. Yeah. But I got a little bit smarter, and I just don't buy it all now. So here's what I figured out. I had my identity rooted in being this tiny little thing. So as tiny growing up, my nickname in my family was Skinny Minnie. Mm -hmm. And I was small, small, small for like until I went through menopause and it slowly started and I could manage it. 
But then COVID hit, and oh my. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, how do we recognize the unhealthy strategies of avoidance or whatever it is, like having a hard conversation with a friend or a spouse? How do we step into that recognizing one, I'm running from something or running to something else? And then how do I step into it? So it's a healthy way of managing stress or dealing with life's issues. Well, sometimes it's a matter of pausing and thinking it through. And if you're a really left brain person, that's super helpful. Other times, um, uh, you, you might have to talk to a friend and like, say it out loud. So you, you get all the the icky emotion out of it and you can talk calmly and then still it's just really comes down to was there a time Jesus that you felt like I'm feeling now and what did you do about it and it will always trigger a portion of scripture and it becomes a very humanized portion of scripture like um when Jesus wept because of Lazarus, um, or when you're grieving and you keep telling yourself you shouldn't be this way, well, why not? Because Jesus grieved. The shoulds. We get trapped with the shoulds. Yeah, we sure do. It's horrible. And it's even that way in business, you know. There's all these experts that tell you how you should do things. I'm not a big fan of it. No, no. It takes God out of it. It takes the fact. Yes. And, create, and yes. creates in your, in your uniqueness out of it and how God, you know, wired you for that. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, what if you have a creative solution and it doesn't fit with some expert's opinion? I personally, I'm just like, I'm older. I don't got to follow an expert. I'm going to do me and I'll take my chances. Yeah. Well, that comes with maturity and also experience. But there, I always say faith takes risks. You have to be willing to take a risk. And when you know it's God breathed, or at least that impression that he's leading you to do it, it won't fail. It just was going to look different than you think it is, but there's that trust and there's that partnering with his grace to do what you can't do in your own natural strength. Mm-hmm. I've given that part a lot of thought. Like if I would have followed all the experts, I would have spent a ton more money. Yeah. I don't think I'd be any further, but I would be way more stressed. Yeah. Yeah. And it, you know, at times it's like pretty stressful to, do it the way I feel like God's asking me to do it um, because that kicks up all the shoulds. Mm -hmm. Maybe I should pay attention to this person. Maybe they're right. 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 But I have always found God to be faithful. It's a great point because I grew up hearing from my, my mom, you need to do it this way. Like you need to. And there was something that would rise up in me and go, no, I don't. (laughs) but yet I would follow the rules or follow, you know, there was stuff in me that would just follow that. But even with business, um, I always say, do the fruit test, meaning 
what's coming up when they say you should do it this way? What's your reaction? What's really going on? Are you having this internal struggle where I know in my head this makes sense, but I feel in my heart it's something for off, me, right? And so the fruit of God is always going to be peace and joy. You mm-hmm. won't have the understanding of it per se. It's going to surpass that, but there will be that joy and peace and kind of that okay, I can do this. I don't know what the next step is, but that's okay. Cause he's going to direct my steps mm-hmm. versus that anxiety, or I'm spinning. I need to do this. I need to put out a post. I need to. And that's where I would get. And it was so stressful and I would be having nightmares about it or in my dreams. And I'm like, okay, this is not God. I have got to lay this down. And I would just literally put it in front of Jesus in my imagination at his mm-hmm. feet and say, here it is, Lord, it's yours. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. do you want me to do with any of this? Because I'm just stewarding what you've put in me. And it's to bless others, not so I can have significance or whatever. So, yeah. I totally feel you on that. I know that the times that um, made sense to me, felt right to me, I had greater peace. And the times that I well, let's go back to posting where they say you have to post three times a day. I can't, I can't do that. Um, I can't do it because I'm not that organized. Right. I don't have that much to say. Right. And I don't want to be a social media marketer. If I did, I would have. I want to spend my time with people, yeah. seeing them come alive. Yeah. yeah. So the fruit test. I I learned this one early on. They always say, oh, it takes time for you to see results. You just need to spend a little bit more money on paid ads. If you're not seeing results now, you're not going to see them later. So I'm not giving you more money. Yeah. Yeah. And if I would have given them money, I promise you, I know myself well enough to know that I would have been anxious Because I get anxious when I am out of alignment with my core values. And recognizing cues, like we talked about in a couple of podcasts ago about recognizing the physical cues, because we might not recognize it with the thought or Mm -hmm. even the fruit, but we will, our body will not lie to us. And that's the first thing we will notice. And so if we're finding that we're carrying stress, like I'm having a hard time breathing or I'm having Mm -hmm. to catch my, like really having heavy size, or I'm just revved up. My adrenals are on overdrive. I'm like, something's going on the dash, you know, my instrument panel of my car, so to speak is going off. I need to pay attention. And that's where we've got to pull back and just say, okay, less is more. Mm -hmm. And that's hard because we can be involved with a lot of good things and we don't want to disappoint people. We don't want to let them down where we gave them, you know, we given our commitment or whatever, But we've got to look at the body as a cue to say something's happening Mm -hmm. with my emotions, with my heart. A hundred percent. So for me, I'll have shortness of breath. Anytime I have to do something that seems unfamiliar, a new skill that needs developed, something. So the last year with this app, I had a lot of shortness of breath, let me tell you. And when I'd catch myself, I'd be like, oh, I, I, 
I need to stop. But my impulse was to plow through. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, and, and that's a great point about confidence. Because if we're trying something new, we don't have the confidence yet. But God can give us that confidence or Godfidence, some people call it, to where I know I'm not alone. He's with me. He's saying, this is the way, walk in it. And it's a step by step because it's relationship. It's not a formula. It's not a duty. It's not a slave mentality. It's a relationship. And he's our loving father that wants to help us grow and mature and develop those gifts that he's deposited in us. And that's the beautiful exchange that we have to recognize of, okay, I get to partner with him versus striving to become or achieve. And that's where then we can have that. Okay. I can take the deep breath and I can self-regulate and know that what I'm doing is good. I want to point something out too, real quick that I have found, especially with not just myself, but with coaching women, a way that we can really help with having a healthy coping strategies or strategy, um, two things, play and what gives you joy, do something that gives you joy. And it doesn't even have to produce an outcome. Like I love painting rocks and I recognize I have not painted rocks in forever, but why do I want to do it? It's not so I can make money off it or give gifts or whatever. There's that creative expression that helps me slow down and tune in mm. to what I need and use a different part of my brain that's not task oriented or rationalizing and tap into something to where now I get to create something amazing and then play, especially as women, as we age and become parents, even mm -hmm. um, become a mom, we lose so much of our identity of ourself of playing. Like what we used to do for play doesn't work now for us. Right. And so those two things I have found really help with coming up with a, a new healthy coping strategy. For me, it'd be grandchildren. I yeah. spent the day with my grandchildren yesterday. I stepped away from everything and I just was a human being. And yeah. sometimes that just seems to be what the doctor ordered. Yeah. 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 So I think and that's such a great question. Driving, driving, accomplishing, forging ahead. Um, it just seems to be the thing that allows me to breathe again. So when I'm running somewhere for comfort, I'm really not. I'm really running, like I'm I'm really driving myself somewhere unhealthy. You know, I got to do more, be more, because I think that that will give me what I want. And right. that's not always true. And so that's where it's so important that we learn, one, the self-awareness recognizing mm -hmm. what we're telling ourselves, the story we're telling ourselves, the belief, why we're running to something or what we're running to or away from. And then how do we really connect with the Lord to have him fill those desires? Not that we won't yeah. have other people or places or do different things, but it's that connection out of relationship that mm -hmm. he's the loving father that cares for us. Yeah. And so like when I sit on my back porch with my cup of coffee, hanging out with Jesus. That's like a healthy form of comfort and connection. 
Mine's my I, dolphins in my backyard. I know, I'm so jealous <laughs> of you. Like she got dolphins in her backyard, guys. Like occasionally, they don't come every day, but yeah. they come pretty often. They do. And then she sends me photos and <laughs> videos, and I'm like, "Are you trying to rub it in my nose?" No, it's trying to get you to come down and say, <laughs> "And partake." They have a new happy place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could do that. I could have yeah. a new happy place. <laughs> but uh, my backyard, yeah, that's yeah, the place. Very where serene. Yes, it is. It's a place where I can like let go or um, dream. Yeah. Yeah. That's that tranquil place. And that's where I'll also ask people, where is a place that you can experience peace? A lot of times it's water being by a river or a lake or just hearing nature, going for a walk in nature in a park or something. So, yeah. All right. That is all that we have time for today. So Lisa, tell our listeners how they can connect with you and learn all about your new app called Get Attuned. You can reach out to me at wholenessandpractice.com. We do have an app site. It's called getattuned.io. And you can go there and see what Get Attuned app is all about. Go there go to the Google Play Store and go to the App Store. I'd appreciate your support. And as always, you can connect with me and find my resources at lauriksnyder.com. So until next time, remember that you were created to thrive. God bless.